I'm Yasi Salek, and I'm the host of Bandsplain, a show where we explain cult bands and iconic artists by going deep into their histories and discographies. We're back with a brand new season at our brand new home, the Ringer Podcast Network, tackling a whole new batch of artists, from grunge gods to power pop pioneers to new metal legends, and many, many more. Listen to new episodes every Thursday, only on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Hello and welcome to the Ringer Reality TV podcast. My name is Amelia Wedemeyer and I am joined by the absolutely lovely Zach Peter. And we are doing, it's brand new. It's a Kardashians recap show. It's called You're Doing Amazing, Sweetie. Zach, hello. How are you? I'm doing amazing, sweetie. (laughs) Just let into that. I love it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh my God. And this show, we are obviously going to recap the Kardashian show on Hulu, as well as we're here to bring you some Kardashian news and maybe some spawn review each week, uh, some product review. Let me give you a review of these vitamins. Yes, exactly. Uh, for, let me, right? Let <laughs> can, me. We, can we get on the list, please? Right. But yeah, so we are here to give you that, to give you all the Kardashian news you I don't know. Maybe want. Some of you probably do want it. Others, maybe this is being forced on you. I don't know. But we're here to bring it to you regardless. Let's start out with some Kardashians news and some product review. Zach is a big Kardashians fan. And I, on the other hand, I I waffle between thinking they're absolutely detrimental to society and then also, you know, engaging, enjoying their family stories. I was a huge fan of keeping up with the Kardashians. Zach, I know you were too. You know, great show uh, in the beginning. I still, I still watch it. I mean, I love keeping up with the Kardashians. I mean, I wouldn't say it's any comparison to the Kardashians on Hulu because I feel like the Kardashians on Hulu is just like a bigger, better elevated version of keeping up with the Kardashians. I loved the original seasons back when like Chris was still married to Caitlyn and we had kind of like that power dynamic of the two of them and they were still like up and coming and we had the old Calabasas house, the one story house. Yes, the one story Calabasas home. Of course, I totally agree. I think, there's a charm to the old show that it just screams we haven't made it yet but we're on our way and i just we're trying (laughs) but we are trying hard exactly (laughs) so this week's product review i am i'm just gonna say it on here i think i've said it on other podcasts i'm a huge advocate of skims i love skims okay Kim does a great job. Her products are just really good. And it kills me to say that, but it's true. Um, And she recently released this just cotton fleece line that literally sold out within seconds, seconds. And I was able to snag a pair of sweatshorts 
but they were definitely, I was afraid they were going to be a size too big. And they were, when they actually came, they were several sizes too big. And I was so disappointed. Oh no. I know. So I had to return them the other day and I'm just, I'm praying that she restocks it because they, they were so comfortable. It's just, they were huge and I had to roll them and it was just annoying. So. Well, I too have purchased skims. I got the, the tummy cincher and it actually, I like it. The only thing is my only critique mm-hmm. is I need it to kind of like lift my butt. Whereas it kind of, it conceals everything. Right. Oh, got it. And so I don't, I don't have a lot of meat back there. So unless I'm doing like a ton of squats, it just right. kind of flattens my butt a little bit. Whereas I needed to just give it like a little bit more of a lift the BBL, right? I need a, a yes. KKW BBL. And so that, <laughs> exactly. that's my only critique of that specific one that I got, but it was on sale. So it might not have been one of their like high sellers. I do have to try sure. some of the others. I saw that she just launched the new bras with like Brooke right. Shields and Chelsea Handler. And I was yes, like, okay, Juliet Kim, Lewis. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'll be able to carry the bras. I think sure. I need to go up, a, go up a size, <laughs> but at least for now, I'm happy with my skims. I just need to make sure I'm doing more squats at the gym. Got it. I got, I got it. I understand. She, I, she gets it. I feel like, and she's actually done some really innovative stuff for like a popular line like hers like she she has like adaptive wear where people who maybe have had prosthetics done can wear her stuff which I think is really great and really awesome that she does that but I also think she's coming from it because her butt is so huge she's like well everyone has a huge butt it's like Kim no your butt is exceptional and I don't Right. We need you to to work on the the lifting, you know, rather yeah. than the the maybe smoothing a down. Maybe yeah, pat maybe a little bit. Pad. Listen, it smooths out the thighs and that's great, but then it just like smushes in the booty and then I'm like, but now I have no butt and I at least fight for like the little butt that I do have. <laughs> right, exactly. You're like this is compact enough. We need it to kind of spread out here. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. I also think like you said, we are going to get a Lemmy line of vitamins from Courtney. So excited. Thoughts. So okay, excited. Yeah, really? Probably the most excited I've been about a Kardashian product because I, just like Courtney, used okay. to take like handfuls of just like vitamins, okay, which I still do. But there's one thing that I love, and that's a gummy vitamin. And I've been like a true OG, give me a gummy vitamin. I've tried them all, but so many of them have sugar in, like a ton of sugar and all these junk chemicals in them that when I saw Courtney was doing it and she's like, it's not going to have all these junk filler chemicals. Obviously, it's still going to have some sugar because it's a gummy. But I'm very excited about this, Amelia. You have no idea. Oh, my God. Are you a fan of the gummy bear hair? Like the (gasps) sugar bear hair? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. So I actually did product reviews for different ones. I did. I did. But my favorite one came from a brand. It wasn't sugar bear hair. It was from Mm -hmm. Hum Nutrition and they had, they were in a heart shape and those were great. Yes, I've seen those. Okay. But so now I'm I'm trying to see what Lemmy, well, actually I want to see what Lemmy brings and then I'll give a full, well-rounded recommendation for all 5 million listeners right now. Great. Awesome. Oh my God. Okay. Well, do you like the branding? Cause I know some people, myself included, were kind of like, what is this branding? What is this? Like you bought a template and now you're putting it together. I mean, it's very cutesy, which is very, mm-hmm. you know, it's, there's a bit of a juxtaposition with, you know, the punk rock vibe that she's doing. Like she totally. has Boohoo. She just launched <laughs> she the Boohoo, Boohoo collaboration. Yeah. That. She just had the Boohoo collaboration and now she has Lemmy and it's very contrasting. You know, I'm like, what is the brand? Like so Kim true. Kardashian is like nudes. All right. nudes, minimalist. very simple palette, yeah. very minimalist from the house to the Instagram aesthetic to <laughs> it's everything. It's all totally. very simplistic, right? Very minimalist. So Courtney is just like a little all over the place. So I'm just like, Chris, we need to get a branding manager in here to kind of just like keep the cohesion. Yes, agreed. She can't be promoting Lemmy in these punk rock outfits wearing her cute little Dolce & Gabbana wedding dress. So the branding of Lemmy is... It feels very cutesy and very young and very youthful that Mm -hmm. just doesn't feel like it fits Courtney. But I think it's cute. I'm not like wowed by it. It's not like, you know, skin by Kim. Totally. Yes. Agreed. Yeah, it is not. No, definitely. I think I'm like, who is she appealing to? Maybe 
her best friend Addison Ray, maybe to even little Penelope had some input. I don't know. She was not really friends with Addison Ray, Amelia. Nobody believes that. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't even fall for that con. Oh wow! I totally fell for that con. Wow, <laughs> that's embarrassing. Well, okay. I'm glad you're here. That was Simon, her publicist. She was like, Courtney, you need to hang out with Addison Ray because she's a TikToker and we need to make you a little more mainstream girl. And Which so we wild. put the two of them together and gave Addison a paycheck to come on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, the final season, because we <laughs> needed to get viewers. And she did it. And she did it. And she was like, I will do anything for a buck. And you know what? That's her brand. And I I guess I respect it. I don't know. I guess a lot of the news this week is kind of reliant on the series premiere season two of the Kardashians. So I think we can just kind of get into it because there's no way to really begin to recap this without mentioning the surrogate. We dive straight into Chloe. It's like the begin. It's not ominous, but the music is dark and we are just thrown without any warning. It, it, they, they know their audience. They know who is watching the show. They're avid fans. They're people who keep up with the Kardashians. And we are just thrown, like I said, into Chloe's drama with Tristan. Thoughts? So good. I was like riveted on the edge of my seat. I wasn't <laughs> expecting this though, yeah. because you can tell that this was like one of the last things that they filmed and not like what they filmed towards the beginning of the season. And you can tell by Kim's hair. Okay. Listen, I got the bleach blonde. It was inspired <laughs> by Kim Kardashian. I have the roots grown out right now, just like Kim. But so in the premiere, Kim has her roots grown out similar to mine right now. And so I know like the weak ratio of like when that happened, okay. she went blonde at the Met Gala, which is when she right. first bleached it. So she's got a good, maybe like a six, a five to six week route that she's rocking on this. So this was filmed in June, possibly July-ish. But yet we know based off of the super teaser that we have Courtney's wedding, we have the Met Gala, we have right. the Black China lawsuit, all which happened in like March and April. And Kim's hair is black in a lot of it. So I, I just thought it was an interesting choice that we started with the surrogacy as point. the premiere and not the finale, but it's probably because of how the news broke like in July, August of her having a baby totally. with Tristan that they figured let's push up the timeline because that's more timely for what people are interested in right now. I think you're a hundred percent correct. I think that's a great point. And I also think if I were Chloe or one of her family members who wants to support her, I too would be like, you know what? Let's get a little sympathy here because it does seem like everyone and and they mentioned it throughout this episode has been super mean. I don't want to say like rightfully so, because it, it clearly seems like Chloe was tricked by Tristan and people were making memes and jokes at her expense, saying how stupid she is to keep on coming back to this man and whatnot. And they wanted to get ahead of that or well, not necessarily ahead, but they did want to clear that up. They wanted to clear up like, you know, Chloe isn't dumb. She just literally got tricked by Tristan. See, this is my thing. It's like, why are people upset with Khloe Kardashian? Because she believed in love? Because she listened to Cinderella and Snow White and all the, the <laughs> things that Disney taught us to believe sure. in love and to believe in Prince Charming? I mean, I don't know if I would say Tristan Thompson is Prince Charming. Yeah, I don't think so. But listen, she believed in him and she wanted to believe that he was going to be good. And, mm. you know, if anything, he's been very consistent. I think that's, he's consistently... He's consistently terrible, but, you know, at least we know what to expect. And it's not very much. It, it isn't. And it's really sad. I mean, I usually don't have a bunch of sympathy. Usually I do crack a joke here, here and there. But we get Chloe and she's saying she's speaking to the cameras and she's saying that day when you guys were shooting with Kim about Tristan, referring to last season, when you guys found out that Tristan was having a baby with someone else, there was just something I wasn't ready to talk about. And then she goes right into it. She says, Tristan and I are, I don't even know if I want to even say Tristan and I, I'm having another baby. And she is on the verge of tears, which I think is another indicator that this isn't really a lie. Like she's not a good enough actress to have no. tears on the spot. No offense to Chloe. This, that's probably a good thing. But she is very teary throughout this. That pulls at your heartstrings, you know? 
you feel the emotion in her confessional. Like you can just see she's fighting back tears. You can hear the trepidation in her voice. Like you can just tell like she's very uncomfortable. And I think Mm -hmm. as hurt as she is by Tristan, the impression that I got watching this opening scene was she was already bracing the impact of the feedback she was going to get from the general public, which was going to judge her because she looks like an idiot. Exactly. Exactly. And I think again, she does. And I, you know, it sucks because it's like, then you're bringing kids into this and it's like, they have, they shouldn't have any part in this and you don't want to. And and I think that Tristan has used in the past, the kids to manipulate things. Like, I don't know if you remember, but when he sent true, who's like three or four, like a hundred roses after her b- ballet class. And it's like, what are you, you did this for the cameras? Like you're bringing your daughter into something that she doesn't, she's not even cognizant of. And it's just absolutely trashy. It's trashy. And I trash. don't approve. It's trash. It's absolute trash. So that happens. There's also a flashback of Kim saying, calling Chloe. And she's like, if this isn't a sign, you shouldn't have another baby with him referring to Tristan. And then we get Chloe saying, can we talk like off speaker? And Kim is like, okay, yes, I can. I'm with cameras, but I will off speaker. And they talk. And that is when Chloe reveals to Kim allegedly that they did an embryo transfer a couple of days ago from this whole news breaking of Tristan having an affair and another baby on the way. It's just, you can't, I mean, you know that the producers out here are being like, yes, <laughs> but it's just, it's sick. Honestly, I think the interesting part, too, is we see the emotion from the family throughout the episode. We right. see Chris getting emotional. We see Kim getting emotional. We see Kylie getting emotional. And the timeline, because that scene when she tells Kim was filmed back in December. Right. All of this we know was filmed this summer. So there's been at least a good five to six month gap from when the family found out that, that Chloe was having a baby with Tristan to mm-hmm. when now they're all talking about it, you know, publicly. So right. the fact that after five, six months, there are still still this emotional about it like just says like it's such a devastating thing for Chloe and and just for the family in general I mean and this is the second time that he's done this to her where he's robbed her of having this moment of bringing a baby into the world it's just it's heartbreaking it sucks it's you know regardless of how you feel about the Kardashians I guess I you have to sympathize that this is happening to someone because it's just like not only is this revelation happening when it should be a joyous time, like you said, but the amount of ill will from people, I think, which I mean, I'm not totally absolved of that. You know, I've I've laughed at a meme or two. I'm sure I've made a meme or two. But now watching this in real time, knowing now that this was she was essentially tricked into getting the embryo transfer done sooner rather than later so that when it all came out, it was already done and she couldn't like make up her mind not to do it anymore because it seems like in this episode, she almost seemed on the fence still, even though the transfer had gone through, it had been a a few months. I mean, this baby was coming, but she just seemed really like out of it and just not excited at all. And like you're saying, the family does rally around her. They're trying to get her excited about it. And it's just, it's sad. And we see her and her being Chloe go over. She stops by Kylie's house and Kylie reassures her, you know, she does her best. She's like, this was meant to be. There's no other way you guys decided to do this days before the news came out. And I mean, you know, again, I stand by Chloe, but it's like, well, but he did this sooner rather than later because he knew this was coming. And he knew that Marilyn Nichols was coming out with the DMs to say, I'm having a baby with Tristan. And that it, that, that just makes it so much more like insidious to me, you know? Right, because this happened in December and he knew as of July. So for what, July, August, September, October, November, December, five months, he sat on this information, was trying to win Chloe back, going through the surrogacy process with her, encouraging her to go through with the transfer. Like, it's just, and I think one of them said it in the episode where it felt like he was trying to trap her, you know, by having another baby. And it does feel like that. And then it's like, it's such an even deeper deception because it's like you 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 thought a baby was going to trick me into into what like at some point this was going to come out and what did you think was going to happen exactly what did you think was going to happen like did you not think 
that far in advance. Like he's clearly not a very smart person. He's very impulsive. And like you said, they, everyone was saying, and I think Chris says, well, he wanted to marry her and he knew this was going to be the way that she would say yes. And like, it's just like, it's entrapment. It's so, Oh my God. And usually we hear it from the other side, like she trapped him by getting pregnant or something like this. And now we're hearing it from the other side almost. And it's like, how awful is that, that this baby yeah. was used as a weapon to totally. trap her essentially. And it's like, and now I understand like seeing Chloe and having her have this conflict of like, I don't really want to celebrate this pregnancy. Right. I don't really want to celebrate any of this because the circumstances that it was done under were so deceptive and are so heartbreaking. And it seems like Tristan didn't really want to have another child as much as he wanted to just keep me. And it just felt so manipulative manipulative that it's like, how do you then find the joy in that? And that's so awful to say, but it's like, it was such a, an awful thing to do to her that I can see where she was struggling to like want to celebrate right. it or find the joy in it, especially when you're not carrying the baby yourself. Right. Cause right. at least with true, she had the baby in her that like, there was that, that innate bond that they yep. had connection. Whereas in this case. Yeah. That connection that in this case, it was with a surrogate that I'm sure it was a lot harder to, to develop that. Cause you're just, you're, you're physically not attached and you're mo- emotionally not attached there. And it's just, she even mentions that she was saying, I, you know, it was just so close as in they did the transfer before Thanksgiving. And then Chloe found out about Tr- Tristan's situation. She calls it the first few a week of December. It's just so close. I wouldn't want anyone to think I was having a baby after the fact because she has to again, again, clarify it. And she says, why would I want to have a baby with somebody who's having a baby with somebody else? I'm not a sociopath. I'm a lunatic, but not that fucking deranged. And I, I think yeah. that sums it up like perfectly. It's so true. And if we look at it like Tristan, what is he doing? Like I, I Googled it recently. He's like maybe on the Chicago Bulls. Like this guy's career is he even said it in those DMs to Marley Nichols that he was like, I'm going to retire soon. I mean, he's pretty much washed up. Chloe is really the only path to relevancy. It was and only to begin with as well. So and listen, he's he's not going to be a Scott. They're not going to keep him around. No, you know, he really burned that bridge. He really did. He really did. Which is just I mean, that's a. Oh, it's sick. But I do like how everyone was coming to Chloe. And I thought it was sweet that one of the first people we saw, regardless of how this was filmed, was uh, Kylie, because in the past seasons, the older seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, like Kylie is wanting to move in with Chloe and she's always felt a really strong bond to Chloe. And I thought that was was really sweet. I loved seeing Kylie in this role because we don't really see much of her Kendall on the show altogether. Mm -hmm. And from what we do see of Kylie, it's more of just this like, you know, really sexy Kylie cosmetics ambassador businesswoman, you know, that that's the only representation of Kylie we really get is like what she puts out on Instagram or when she does interviews, which are also very rare. Whereas in this case, we got to see Kylie in the nursery guard down, just kind of mommy mode, folding clothes. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, this is like, I want more mommy Kylie. Like, I actually like seeing this, (laughs) this side of Kylie where she's talking about the kids and they grow and their legs are this little and they get so Uh big and they grow out of their clothes. Like, I was just like, I was so endeared by that moment and seeing Kylie in that role. And then also kind of seeing her be the bigger sister to Chloe when Mm -hmm. normally, like you said, it was the other way around. Totally. Yeah, totally. And it's, it's, you're right. It's like sweet to see. And it's just, it's funny. And, And we also see like, glimpses of a personality that I feel like we haven't seen before. And it's like, oh, okay. She's like funnier. And like, she's more of a real person, which I enjoy watching. So they, they reconvene without Chloe where they all talk about it. I don't, where the fuck is Courtney? Like trap somewhere with Travis? I don't know. Probably on her honeymoon. Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. She probably, she probably is. She was in bliss. She was like, I can't deal with this like tragedy right now. (laughs) And we get Kendall who I am just, I am not a fan of Kendall, but you know what? She, she brings up, you're, you're, you're shaking your head. No, no, I just, there's nothing exciting about Kendall. I don't know why so many people are like, Kendall's my favorite. Cause she's the most natural looking. And I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, but she's the most boring. Like she doesn't give anything. Nothing. 
And I have A one eight tequila on my bar, <laughs> Amelia. I do. It's no. good. Is, the Reposado is great. It's the only one okay. I've tried. We'll have to try the other ones I'm a too. Fan. Okay. I did it just out of spite of Kathy Hilton and her her tequila plug on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You're like, I'm doing the other celebrities tequila. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And That's l- funny. But listen, Kendall Jenner, it's it's not a bad tequila. I'm a fan. Okay. See, I need to try this, but I feel like none of the places I've gone to have sold it. So Target. Target has CVS. Oh, Target and CVS. Okay, well then I'm I'm making a Target run later today. But yeah, we see Kendall and she's saying, I thought, you know, again we'll bring up this point. Like she makes a really salient point where it's like he did this because it's almost like he wanted to trap her, you know, which is it's so it's so true. And people are thinking, why would he want to trap like Chloe? She's you know one of she's the other one or whatever, which is like again like really gross, but no, he for sure wanted to trap her. Chris also says this and Kylie calls it unforgivable. And to me, the whole thing here I'm thinking is when Kylie says this and I don't, I just, I think back to that whole W magazine scandal that happened where she was going to be on the cover with Travis Scott, but they scrapped it because of the whole Astroworld tragedy, obviously. But there were like leaks about how they said they had an unconventional relationship where they weren't actually together, but they still had a family together. Do you remember that? Yes, I do remember that coming out. I still want the W cover. Yeah, I know, right? I want the full release. I want the full release as well. And then they were denied. I think Chloe denied it on TikTok and stuff. So it was really muddy whatnot. But I believe that the W magazine, like I just believe if you're a reporter, if you're a journalist for a big magazine like that, you're not going to like make up a story. So I believe that they do have an unconventional relationship, which is fine. But it's just interesting that when this stuff happens to Chloe, it's like everyone goes into panic mode. And to me, the whole thing here is like discretion. And Tristan is just not discreet. And he's an idiot. And he's doing this just, I mean, I don't, it's like you can throw a rock and you'll hit a woman who slept with Tristan within the last six months. It's just sick. I mean, I don't know how he always trips up and then ends up falling inside of these women and impregnating them. Because <laughs> to me, it's just like, I like, how do you keep doing this? Why do you keep? Do- I mean, it's clearly it's all ego. It's all yeah. ego. And I think that's part of like his reason going back to like what we were saying earlier about trapping Chloe, because I think people are like, why would he want to trap Chloe? The Kardashians are the worst things ever and they're ending the world. But you want to trap Chloe out of your own ego. You know, it's not about the Kardashian name or the celebrity of Chloe. Kardashian, but it's more of just like him being a guy Mm -hmm. that wants to make sure a woman is not going to leave him if he's not ready for the woman to leave him. He has to be in full control and he has to have you enamored by him and in love with him and wanting him. But it's like, who's going to want to be with you when you're such a A deranged person? person? Yeah, exactly. And I think also that's a great point too, because do you remember and this is like sick that I remember this, but Chloe, it was like one of the times that Tristan had cheated on Chloe and we, we don't know if they were together or whatever, but I think she posted a picture on Instagram and it was like sexy. She was in like in the shower or something. And Lamar Odom of all people, her ex-husband commented. And then Tristan was like, like comment again and I'll beat you up or something. And I was just like, yeah. what the fuck, dude, you're deranged. You're crazy. Tristan. No, 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 no. No, I remember when he blocked Kim on Instagram and that was like controversy. Okay. All right, Tristan. She was like, he blocked me? Oh, I remember that. What is he, 24? Yeah, well, probably because he was, he's young too, which I mean, younger. But anyway, so they talk and they're like, we're throwing Chloe a baby shower. And then we get Chris and this has become a whole thing in the news. She forgot she has a condo in Beverly Hills which was a fun little moment of levity, I feel. I mean, it was deranged, but it was also like funny. Thoughts? 
I mean, I just love that she had an entire fridge stocked with champagne, like all just different types of champagne. And, you know, you know, it's because people gift her champagne all the time. And she's just like, like, listen, when you're Kris Jenner, people are going to give you gifts. They're going to buy you nice champagne. And like, what do you do with all that? You can't drink it. Mm -hmm. So you put it in your, you know, you tell your assistant, take this to the fridge, the backup fridge. And and then they check all the condos and then they're like, oh, okay, (laughs) let's go to this one because this is the closest in proximity. And then that becomes... Chris Jenner's champagne cellar. Amazing. I, I too wish I can be so rich that I forget I have a condo and then go there one day and be like, oh, there's a bunch of champagne here. Great. Awesome. I just love that the freezer was filled with all of this food, like food from MJ. Do not eat. And oh, it's my all God. In the freezer. It's all in the freezer because they know at some point Chris might end up returning. We may get locked down <laughs> again and she may end up having to stay in this condo. <laughs> and at least we have a food supply for her in the freezer. That's a great point. That is a great point. <laughs> food supply for Chris and MJ. I love and Cece, who Cece, cousin Cece makes an appearance, which is great. And Chloe again is throughout this whole entire episode. She's anxious over people calling her a dumb bitch in the media on social media and she doesn't want the negative energy around her kids or around the surrogate either or herself, which are all very good points, I think. And thankfully, we have Cece, cousin Cece, to lighten the mood. Chloe reveals to Cece she's having a baby boy and Cece's like, this is great. He'll be a basketball star. 10%. She'll be the manager. And she points to Chris, which I thought was just beautiful. Perfect. No notes. You can just tell Cece loves when she gets to film scenes. <laughs> she like she does. loves it. She gets her little scarf ready. Yep. She's ready. <laughs> She She's like, ready. I have my lines ready to deliver. Chris, what are we discussing today? Okay. It's He's so going to be a basketball player. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Cue card. Cue card. Exactly. Yeah. She looked great. It was awesome to see her. And then we move on a little later to the Chloe baby shower. It is a lion themed baby shower for a Leo baby. Thoughts on the, the balloons? They love a balloon statue, I guess. I don't know this. We love the balloons. They've definitely made the balloon art like balloon very art, yeah. popular. Super popular. I thought it was cute. I mm-hmm. thought it was a cute baby shower. It was very intimate. I think we finally get Courtney at the baby shower. She finally right. pops in for a scene. Very exciting. MJ was there. She's still, yes. you know, kicking. Good for her. How old is that woman? She's like old as dirt. Like she so looks like she's so fra- she's so frail. And I'm just like, oh, my God, we need to put MJ in a bubble because she can go at anyone. I love MJ, but oh, I'm just always like, funny. oh, no, like MJ. No, she. Yeah. Like, no, 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 don't, don't. You know, we got to protect MJ at all costs. <laughs> we do. It says she's 88. Which I'm shocked by that. I'm not saying she looks I, bad by any means, but I thought she was a lot older. Yeah, I thought at least 108. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So we see MJ and Courtney and everyone. Kim gives a toast. She's crying during the toast. She says, everything's been so hard for you. And that just makes me so sad for you. And there's no one that deserves happiness more than you, which I thought was sweet. But also I always like going back to the earlier seasons of keeping up. I I just... <laughs> I feel like Chloe has always been like an afterthought, you know, and which sucks. And and people have been so mean to her just for a multitude of reasons that in that she didn't really deserve. I have so much compassion for Chloe. She's never been my sure. favorite Kardashian. Really? But I have so much. Yeah. Not even the earlier seasons? That was, no, oh, okay, I always loved Courtney. Wow. I always loved Courtney. Yeah, I know. Hot take. <laughs> You know, I love that for you. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but so, because with Chloe, like she always has gotten so beaten up in the press mm-hmm. for her weight, for her body, for her face. Right. She looks like OJ Simpson. Like people have always said these things about her. Zag. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I feel like she's become this person that she is now where she is so filtered and she's you know, had a nose job and she's tried to change herself so much. And all people do is continue to double down on their criticism of her Mm -hmm. and to bash her. And I'm like, you guys don't realize you created this person. You beat her up so much. You told her she was big and she was heavy and, you know, she was the fat, ugly Kardashian is what people used to call her. So like, how would you not expect her to have this body dysmorphia? How would you not expect her to want to change her face all the time when all you do is tell, like when you hear, 
hear you're ugly for well over a decade. Right. Like at some point you're going to want to change that because you're so insecure about it. So I do have the most compassion for Chloe. And it's hard because I feel like in this whole episode, I never really saw a true moment of joy or happiness or excitement. Right. It was all just like this heaviness that she was carrying with her that was rough to watch. I agree with all the points that you made, which are great points. And I have never been someone to like bash Chloe for her looks or anything. Cause I actually, I think she's really pretty. And I, and I thought yeah. she was pretty back when I watched the original show and I thought she was so funny and just, that's why she was my favorite for a really long time. And then I got really upset when she started really messing with her face, but you're hundred percent correct. Like how would anyone be sane if they were bashed all the time like that and compared to her sisters like that. And even the whole like, you're actually OJ Simpson's child. Like that is, I don't want to even touch that. That is so messy. That's so messy and inappropriate. So you're so right. Also, I liked that they gave us a little preview of like, what's the baby's name going to be? Because we don't yet still know what the baby's name is, but they do say that it's going to be a T name because, you know, Tristan, Tristan Thompson, true Drew Thompson, they gave some suggestions like Tide, 10, Tiger, King Triton, and Tio. Thoughts on any of those? Tio's the worst. Um, <laughs> 10, 10 and Tiger are probably my two favorites. Yeah. Triton was also really bad. I was like, Courtney, you got one scene and that's what you give us. Like, <laughs> no, girl. Go back to Italy. Yeah. Let me nix that. <laughs> So I'm, I'm, I'm voting for 10 or tiger. 10 or tiger is cute. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I tied, I didn't totally hate, but it reminded me of like Tide Pods. You know, I'm just like, don't even, don't even go there. He's going to get bullied for that. No, kids were eating those on TikTok (laughs) now. Exactly. So no. So that is a sweet moment. We kind of end the baby shower with, and then July 28th, we move on to the baby is born. And I love that Kim accompanies Chloe to Cedar Sinai for the birth. I thought that was really nice. Great, you know, sisterly love going on there. And the surrogate has the baby. And I also thought it was really funny that they were like, he looks just like true. I was like, girl, the baby just came out. All babies look the same, but okay, sure. Whatever you say. So, and then true, she FaceTimes with Chloe and she gets to meet her little baby brother, which is very exciting. And interestingly, she calls the baby snowy. She says, hi, Snowy. And Chloe goes, no, that's not the baby's name. Why would she call the baby Snowy? I don't know. I thought it was random as well. And I was like, Snowy doesn't start with the T unless it's a silent T. Right. But I was, yeah, it was, I mean, it's cute. You can tell she's excited to right. have a baby brother. She seemed more excited than Chloe. Like Chloe just seemed numb through all of it. I, that was so hard to watch. I think that. She called the baby Snowy because Kylie's baby's name is Snowy. Oh, I did see that on online. Oh, did someone Do else we really say that think too? Kylie? That's funny. Somebody, I saw it somewhere. I don't know if it was a headline or a Twitter, but I was. No, I, I believe was it. Yeah. Going through. I heard like something about did True leak Kylie's baby's name? And I didn't put two and two together until you mentioned Snowy right now. And I was like, oh, that's what that was referencing interesting because why would she say it and she little true is really good friends with stormy they even mentioned stormy in the episode saying she you know she loves stormy and stormy has her own baby brother and now true will have hers and i'm just thinking okay so she's a young child and when you are a young i mean i haven't been a young child in a long time but you usually you know you have your your little best friend who in this case is little stormy. And you know that stormy has little baby brother named snowy and you get your own little snowy and you know, and you've seen snowy before and this baby looks like snowy. He's a little baby. That's why you say hi snowy. I just, I think the baby's name is snowy, which and would go with the snowy stormy, you know? Yeah. So I actually think that that makes sense. It actually made it's. I mean, I liked Wolf. I would have preferred we kept cute. his name as Wolf. Yeah. I don't really like Snowy. Like, no, like I, I would never date a Snowy. Like, <laughs> let me just be honest. Like, let's, I'm not going to date a Snowy. I'm sure. just I'm not. No, no, totally. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely like you were born after 2022. Like, you know, it's giving that. It's a cute name, like a little nickname when you're yeah, a baby, sure. but not like your right. name name. Like your name. Oh, yeah. Maybe you could shorten it to Snow. 
snow. Snow. Snowball. 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 Snowstorm. That's kind of fun. Oh, snow no and storm. storm. Well, no, because that's your well, sister's that's, name. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Damn. <laughs> and then Chloe also lets Tristan come to the hospital. Trash. No. <laughs> Let Absolutely. me nix that off the list too. <laughs> and she's pissed about Let it. Let me not. Let me not do that. And you can tell she's up. She's just like, well, uh, like she's so fed up. She's just like, yeah, I let him come. I mean, whatever. Listen, when Kim was like, oh, you know, he looks like true. I was like, okay, cute. Yeah, he kind of <laughs> does look like true. And then when Tristan said it, I was like, excuse me, you don't get a line right? in this scene. <laughs> you don't get to speak. You're g- be grateful that you were allowed to enter the it's room. So true. But we did not ask you to speak, Tristan. Exactly. Yeah. D- you don't get anything. No, I'm surprised no. they even let him be on camera. It's like, okay, yep, we get it. And, and you know, Chloe was, was so pissed. And I would be too. And it's just like, why the fuck are, do you even think it's okay that you're here? And, and the fact that he was like practically begging, she, she was like, yeah. well, he really wanted to come. And I was like, of course he did. Because he has no, no shame. No shame, that man. And, you know, since Kim was self-filming all this, you know, she's sitting there with the camera oh. just like Seething. seething. She has to film him Every with his moment. Horrible angle. Yeah, totally. And and the with thing with him about, and baby Snowy. Exactly. And the other thing, you know, I'm not excusing Scott's behavior either. Scott Disick, Courtney's ex, but at least Scott was funny, you know? And yeah. Tristan's not even funny. He is just there. He's just there. Scott's funny, and Scott also like had the the willingness to want to be with Courtney. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he was willing to make an effort, even though we know he was never able to like fully kick his partying habit or a substance abuse it's habit. True. Like he at least wanted to be part of the family and wanted to earn Courtney's love. Whereas I don't think Tristan does. Tristan just feels very manipulative mm-hmm. and like he just operates from a place of ego. Whereas I really believe Scott wanted to have a family and wanted to be with Courtney. I think you're so right. And I think Scott was... I I think both Scott and Tristan are immature, but like there's some there's self-awareness with Scott, you know, and however much is there and however much he actually, you know, takes to heart. But there is definitely self-awareness there. And I think there is a want to be a better person there. Not it doesn't always show, but I think he does want to be a better person. And are you loving that he is with Kimberly Stewart? Apparently, allegedly. Sure. Okay. I'm no. kind of. Okay. I'm just listen. I just feel like I'm kind of over Scott at this point. Like you know, I he's love like, Scott. I I hate myself, but I I appreciate him. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Ice Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. I love OG Scott. I love keeping up with the Kardashian Scott. <laughs> yeah. The Kardashians on Hulu Scott is just kind of like sad. He's depressing. <laughs> He's very depressing. He's depressed. Yes. I know. He's just not. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, so... Okay, so that is the end of the episode. However, like you said earlier, we do get a season trailer. And of course, it starts out with the infamous quote when they were, I think, for a variety issue, a photo shoot. And Kim has her line. I have the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. And I guess we're going to address it because it's it's throughout this trailer. We also get some photo shoots. Kendall's about to pee in a bucket. Producer Devin loves Kendall. I, I just, Devin, okay. Um, I just outed her, I'm sorry. But, uh, and then we get Courtney talking about wedding dresses and Italy. We have, like you said, the Black China lawsuit, $100 million. And then we also get extended footage of Kris Jenner what appears to be Chris Jenner going into surgery and we get like a doctor with a mallet just hammering down on someone. It was very graphic. Very graphic. It was very graphic. And it looked like she was just getting like a knee surgery. I know. 
And they were. I was like, why are we? Why are we showing this? this? So dramatic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Why is this part of the season teaser? Okay. Thoughts on on it as a whole? Any parts you're looking forward to? I mean, I'm kind of looking forward to all of it. I want to see, obviously she got a lot of backlash for her advice to women in business. <laughs> I kind of, I didn't, I wasn't as upset by it because I knew she wasn't trying to make it like a blanket statement to all women. Sure. And she wasn't trying to knock it away. She was just kind of trying to be like, you know, if you're building a business and listen, I'm somebody that's, you know, fully self-sufficient. So I understand that like, you have to have a hustle if you want to, you know, build a business, build a brand, whatever. Definitely. But I am curious to see how that kind of all went down because the response was so, and you can tell that even Variety wasn't expecting that response yeah. when they released the clip. <laughs> they were kind of like, whoa, <laughs> Oh, we just thought this was going to be a cute moment. We didn't realize this was going to blow up the way that exactly. it did. So I want to see like the the initial reactions to it. I don't care about Kendall peeing in a bucket. Like Kendall, I, know. I just, I, one thing that we did see in like a teaser for season two that wasn't in this trailer though, was this beef between Kendall and Kylie mm. and about how Kendall always feels like she has to pull the weight and Kylie always cancels at the last <laughs> minute or has to reschedule. Sorry. So we didn't see that in the trailer. Interesting. Which I'm in, which, but yes, very interesting. And the other thing we didn't see in the trailer is Pete Davidson. And I'm thinking we're cutting him out altogether. You if, think? if I can make a prediction, Please. well, we might get a f like very few glimpses, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be heavily edited out of the show. And if anything, I'm pretty sure the finale is going to give us the Kim and Pete breakup. Okay. I like that. Since we started with Chloe's surrogacy and the baby, I think we're, we're going to end, end with, with Kim and Pete. Yeah, because we bow. need something big to end with. Yeah, that's so we're true. Get Courtney, Courtney's wedding, the Black China lawsuit. Oh, God. All good. I don't care about Chris's surgery. It looks like she got like a knee replacement. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. know. It doesn't seem that interesting to me. And Kendall Peanut Bucket doesn't seem that. I'm China and... Courtney's wedding and Kim and Pete, I'm very heavily invested. Yeah, I I too am. I like your take that we are going to get Pete cut out of a lot because that would be really funny and interesting. And the whole, yeah, I do see them ending on that. And maybe like Kim being like, I'm going on new dates. I'm starting to date again after being with him. I don't know, maybe. So we'll have to see. But that is all very exciting. I, I too, I didn't even see that they had... Kylie versus Kendall moment, but I love a good Kylie versus Kendall moment. So it was teased at the beginning when they first announced that Kardashians is coming back for season Got two. It. And we had that clip of Kim and Pete in the shower when she was getting ready for the Met Gala. And she's like, babe, do you want to shower with me? And then he runs in there with her. It was in that promo that I remember Kendall and Kylie kind of just like having some sort of beef that we didn't see in this at all. But I guess because they had already released that clip and the Kim and Pete clip, that's probably why they felt like they didn't need to read. That, sure. But I'm just surprised we got no Pete in the trailer at all. Yeah, me too. I was looking for him and I was like, oh, no, we're not. Because mm, well, they they showed him last year. So I I just it's interesting. We also don't have any Kanye, which oh is interesting because we know he did film a bit the first season. Mm -hmm. I did see that he was just on GMA this week apologizing to Kim. Yes. So I wonder if like some of his social media rants will kind of be brought into the new season as well, since he's like coming after them and Chris and. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's such a good point. I, I am fascinated by that for sure of him and his Instagram rants. I'm also fascinated if we're going to see any of what happened with Ray J recently where he leaked the DMs mm. with Kim and was like, clear my name, kind of, you know? I just feel like that, will they address it or will they just let it lie and hope that no one tries to dig deeper, I guess? I don't know, so. I feel like it's already had its shelf life. You're right. <laughs> it has, and I think if I were them or if I were doing PR with them, I'd be like, don't even touch it. Don't even try to explain it because it's just not worth explaining yeah. at this point so okay great do we want to do some show superlatives or awards yeah okay great let's do it for the most chaotic moment i mean i think there's really no other choice than when it was revealed about this whole surrogate timing and that tristan had pressured chloe into a certain timeline because he knew what was happening trash trash Ab trash trash trash, trash. He is also we need trash Chloe. person. Liar. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. We need to get that sound bite. Yeah, he also wins trash person of the week too. The quote of the week that I liked was when Courtney reminds us all, you know, she had to get a little sound bite in there. She says, 
like babies in the Bible are always considered such a blessing. And it's like, yes. I mean, isn't that true for babies everywhere? I mean, I don't. Okay. Yeah. Babies outside the Bible, (laughs) too. Right. Which I thought was funny for the Kardashian fashion slash accessory look of the week. I personally I'm appreciating Chris's Hillary Clintification with these bright power suits because she's she's wearing a pink one. She's wearing a blue one and she looks great. She does look great. I feel like it's it's kind of the same like she's transitioned into this, you know, power suit boss mode right that it just kind of feels like that's become her brand now it's very you know christian or master class subscribe today <laughs> it's true it's true did you have any fashions that you liked this week or i mean i just i loved kim's hair this episode it looks really good i just good. love a blonde kim i love a blonde kim i love it better than when she has her dark hair and so i just want to put some appreciation yeah on kim's hair because it was looking fire in the confessional it did look when good. she had the you know the sleek yes, strips the her, her matrix yeah her matrix inspired <laughs> look in the confessional i just think Kim's fashion is way better without Kanye. And I know he likes to, he said she looked like March Simpson last season, but I don't think so. I think she is the best she's ever looked. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah. She wore a lot of those Balenciaga like surf shirts, which I thought looked cute. A lot of Balenciaga always from these people. So always. And then Travis moment slash look of the week. Mine was, I guess, I mean, we briefly saw Travis, so he was just in and out. But he was, again, continuing to rock this dark ass leather during summer in Los Angeles. And I'm just like, okay, sure, I guess. Like, we don't always have to, though, you know, like I get it. It's a a choice, but it's a choice we don't always have to make. You know, it's so true. But I just wish we should let him know. We should let him know. And unfortunately, I think he's going to continue with the leather. I mean, we know he continues with the leather and just looks really maybe he's he runs cold. I don't know. I run really warm, so I, I could never. But maybe for him, he just feels better that way. I don't know. Sweaty. Yeah, no. I'm always sweaty. Yes. And oh, yes. Also, we have a little Scott watch here, but Scott did not appear in this episode. And I'm worried for his minutes going forward. I don't think we're getting any Scott this season. Oh, my God. That's like I think him and Pete are dead. That, that see, that's what I'm mad about. We got no Pete, we got no Scott, but we got Tristan. Right? No, no this Amelia, cannot happen. No. Never. No. Trash, trash, trash. Trash. Horrible. Okay. Well, any last thoughts regarding this episode, regarding the Kardashians in general, just where we can find you. I mean, I'm just so excited. I cannot wait for Lemmy to come out September 27th. I don't have an influencer code yet, but hopefully I can broker that yes. deal. I know they do, they don't do influencer codes, but I'm pretty sure I can convince Courtney <laughs> to make it happen because I cannot wait to order Lemmy on September 27th. So guys, please mark your iCal now. And <laughs> if you guys want to keep up with me, you can follow me at Just Plain Zach all over the internet. Great. Well, and he has some great... I love all your Real Housewives tea. It's it's amazing. And you're great with that. So wonderful. Well, thank you so much to Zach Peter. Thank you so much to our producer, Devin Ronaldo. And thank you to everyone for keeping up, for tuning in. We will be back next week with yet another recap and episode here on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. Once again, this is You're Doing Amazing, Sweetie, a Kardashians recap show. 